It takes money. You guys blew too early. The clothed guy mm. starts kicking naked guy in the balls. Ooh. One girl was shaving the other girl's armpits. Right. That's weird. And he starts jerking him off, but because the guy's on all fours, he was almost like milking a cow. <laughs> I'm an awkward, weird virgin. Yeah, Jeets. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is a very patriotic episode of Insane Ramblings, episode 83. We've just had our national day of celebration, and apparently Ben has many things to share about the things that occurred on the day Australians celebrate. (laughs) That was, like, awkward on so many levels. Why? First of all, our national day of celebration. Yeah, everybody (laughs) celebrates. It's national. It's called Australia Day. Yeah, our national day is... What do you do on Australia Day? We'll get to it. But the point, <laughs> did you celebrate? I did. Yeah, exactly. Great. You see, it, it just feels what are you like getting at? they call it Australia Day. It rolls off the tongue. You don't have to no. be like it's the National Day of Celebration. It's just everyone. in case, well, people might be like, "What happens on Australia Day? We mourn all the dead Australians." No, we don't. That's that other day that we've got. <laughs> Chances are, people can work it out. Well, or, I don't yeah. want them to have to work it out. This is not that kind of podcast. All right. Well, this is uh, not for the people that work things out. This is for the people that need to be told every last fact. Every 83 episodes in and smooth as butter. Just, uh, <laughs> it's a tight shit that we keep here. I think it made sense. They might be like, what is it that they do on Australia Day? That might be the hardest working day where they try to pull Australia's economy out of its nosedive. <laughs> no, that's not. We actually all have a day off. Yeah. We, uh, if anything, we're all spending money. Right. We're uh, No, that, w- that would be pulling it out of its nosedive. We're pretty much just slacking off, not doing any that's work. That's right. So uh, the economy is at standstill. <laughs> that's the national day of economic standstill right. that we call Australia Day. And what a day it is. Yeah. I would say it's like my favorite public holiday. It's got a lot going for it. Yeah. You have the most fun on it. Everyone right. expects to have fun on Australia Day. And like it doesn't have the same level of... Responsibility? Maybe. Like there's a lot of pressure on New Year's. Oh, absolutely. New Year- oh, I, see. I thought you were going to go with Christmas. I was like Christmas is slightly solemn in many ways. Like you're meant to sort of feel bad that you're not a better person on Christmas. I've, I have never <laughs> felt that way. This, I know. Is this your religious beliefs coming into play? Or? No, because my religious beliefs are all about how it doesn't matter that I'm a better person. So what? that's great. I don't think that's true either. Yeah, Christianity is about how you're saved and it doesn't matter what you do. I don't I don't know that that's the key line. Have you not heard the good news? Uh, hello, come in. Hello, sir. I'm here to tell you about Jesus. I don't have a door <laughs> slam, but should there be a door slamming sound effect, I would... Uh, be shutting it in your face. I guess I'll have to talk to you. What's up? <laughs> no, no. I'm just. I was just having a go at you that you don't know. But anyway, I thought that you were going to uh, give me the new pitch. Jesus 2.0. Yeah, we're tired of all this morality right. stuff. This just in. Sin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out our old policies were uh, not yeah, working. People that were well. not liking that. Yeah, right. the whole point of Christianity is that you're saved no matter what you've done, just by believing in Jesus. I feel like people are switching off in record numbers, but yeah. that's the central message. But anyway, Christmas, I feel like no... It's quite solemn in many ways. Don't you feel the need to be solemn No. on Christmas Eve? Never. You're never solemn on Christmas Eve is, where you is, think is about this, the poor. Is, what? <laughs> Why the poor? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. That really struck me as ridiculous as I said it out loud. <laughs> like you just sort of think about... You're supposed to think about family. Unless, yeah. unless your family is like living in a box down the street. <laughs> 
you think about like those less fortunate and like goodwill amongst men and those sorts of things? I and feel like that's leading up to Christmas. Yeah, like, that's Christmas Eve. That, no, that's like. I don't know, December 1st when you pass the Kmart Christmas tree. Oh. Then they guilt you into giving a present no, for the it's poor like thinking about... The oh, less fortunate. I've got, yeah. You've got to have goodwill amongst men and love your neighbour and... I feel like, like that's a different message though. That's not like... When I'm huddled around the uh, Christmas tree opening presents. No, because like, I open them on Christmas. Let's not you're... forget there's the poor. That's still a thing. All right, now, uh, good, good lower, BMX you got that to me. Yeah, lower the level of joy because <laughs> yeah. you could just as easily be poor. Right. So, don't get used to this lavish lifestyle. Sure. Because none of us are helping with this Australia Day business we're about to embark on. Well, the other thing with uh, Christmas is you've got... Uh, family obligations. Responsibilities. That's what I was right. saying. Christmas comes with responsibilities. Yeah. You don't have to see anyone except for friends on uh, Australia Day. Yeah, well, I think that even New Year's comes with responsibility to spend it with, like, friends and do something awesome. Well, like I said, there's, there's have to pressure organize to have something. a good time. Like, yeah. midnight, you have to be doing something. It's like the wedding night of the year where you get married to the New Year and the New Year's expecting, like, there's a lot of pressure on you to yeah. deliver. But Australia Day, it's like the, all your responsibilities are alcohol and sausages. Yeah, that is so true. As long as you have a barbecue, then... Maybe the hottest 100s on the background. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. It probably is. But that's, again, <laughs> it's uh, quite an easy responsibility to manage. But even if you go out, like, because I've been to a few st- parties where it was mostly strangers and mm. I knew one or two people and yeah. it was still a really fun time. Right, like, every time. It's not like New Year's where you're like, oh, we have to get everyone together and organize this big thing. It's like, oh, whoever come. It's like the day we all have a party and then there's no stress involved. Yeah, somehow it just seems to come together. I know. And it's always super fun. Yeah. And uh, we get a day off work, so that's a bonus. Yeah, I know. Well, that's also good. Yeah. Well, I can't think of any other holidays that stack up to it. I would say the the biggest downfall on Australia Day, like the biggest quarrel we had was when we ran out of tomato sauce this year. Oh, that, that was not good. It's not great, but... You don't want to run out of supplies. If that's your low point, you're doing well. No, you're right. That's was a good holiday. There was still a lot of sausages. <laughs> there, there was, was um, loads of sausages to go around. Yeah. The ratio was out. Right, but, but we can't get everything right every year. See, I can see why you would enjoy it so much. I personally like Valentine's Day, but it's not a public holiday. So. But you also don't have a partner. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't like it. So, okay, February 14th in, is about... Well, I'll probably be working. So. Yeah, so <laughs> you can't compare it. No, I just enjoy Valentine's Day. Even this year, though. Yeah, if- I'll think about the poor. <laughs> <laughs> What about Easter? How, who were you thinking about on Easter? Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he was poor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> His poor upbringing as a carpenter's son. Is there any other um, holidays that we need to think about? Things that I'm lacking? No, in my I'm not like you've got to solemnly consider the poor. Yeah. I just, in my mind, when it comes up to Christmas Eve, it's like, oh, you know, old Lang Syne, which I, is, I know the New Year's long, but it's like, let's let all of your problems of the year slip away and like, you know... What do you think of at, um, at schoolies, which is like, you know, Australia's version of spring break? Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody, let's go have some fun. Vicky's like, remember the poor, everyone. <laughs> Not everyone's <laughs> having like, fun I feel with like, schoolies. Yeah, every celebration. Some poor schoolies aren't able to do this. <laughs> right. Let's spend half an hour of schoolies <laughs> considering them. There's some kind of uh, remembrance celebration. Yeah, and like you send a, a beer to those less fortunate. <laughs> we can buy a schoolies for people who couldn't come. Well, there's there's a charity. We can maybe kickstart that. All right. <laughs> but uh, as this Australia Day has come to a close, yeah, let's uh, let's look back. Shall yeah, we? exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah, we kicked off the day with uh, the sausage run. Well, I didn't. I was asleep. 
I'm talking about my family. Oh, all right. Your family? My, my you know, apartment family. Oh, oh, yeah. Brendan and Julian. I was asleep till two. Cool. Yeah. Brendan and Julian. What? What's wrong with that? Uh, I think that's a great start to a holiday. Yeah, I thought you were at work. You, oh my gosh. You said that three times during the day. You really? were smashed. You said, we were at work this morning. I said, no, I was sleeping. Then you asked me the same question again. And then because, you asked me a third because time. Because you called me. And I thought you said on the phone that you were at work. No, you said, what are you doing? And I said, I just woke up. Oh, I thought you said that while I was at work. Yeah, well, you were drunk all no, three I, times. I wasn't drunk then. Oh, well, anyway, that's now the fourth time you've asked me if I was at work. Yeah, but come on. If the first time I mishear you, then yeah, but you subsequent think times. The I three might... subsequent times where I say, no, I was sleeping. I'd just woken up. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention to you. I was smashed. <laughs> <laughs> By that point, there's an excuse. Mm. Anyway, so... Uh, Jules and uh, me and Brendan, we went to uh, go get food in preparation for the barbecue at our friend's house. And uh, I got sausages, as is tradition. Yeah. Brendan decided to buck tradition. (laughs) I think I was behind him on this. But anyway. He got pork buns. Yeah, great. Good on him, I say. That's what part of what makes Melbourne great is dumplings. (laughs) It's one of the the best things about Melbourne. I love Melbourne's dumplings. I've got to say, as... An Australian, it did come off as one of the weird decisions that I've observed on the holiday. I was keen for it. I said, yeah, I can see where you're going with this. Did you try it? I don't think I was around. Oh, I think okay. they were gone they by were the time I showed time. up. I let him know that I was sternly against this, but... Oh, well, you were stood, wrong in He that stood case. by his uh, Yeah, result. good, so he should. What's one of the best things about Melbourne? Is uh, sausages. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you went to a sausage restaurant in Melbourne? <laughs> There's, you know, not a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. We haven't even stands. bothered to make a restaurant for them. I don't think there's a whole lot of sausage restaurants. Tell me where's life. the closest sausage stand? On uh, Elizabeth Street. It's pretty far. <laughs> where's the closest dumpling place? Downstairs. Sure. <laughs> Is that your point? Well, there's a lot and they're way more delicious and more well-frequented. But it's not as patriotic. It's the tradition. It's like nah. it's like Brendan rocked up to Christmas with instead of a turkey, he brought dumplings. It's also like, great. I really like happen. dumplings. <laughs> it's like... It, well, no, because dumplings are like linked to being a Melbourneian because everyone loves dumplings in Melbourne. It's part of being from Melbourne. No, they're linked to being Brendan. No, he everyone in Melbourne fun. loves dumplings. I'm not a big dumpling guy. Really? Wow, that's unusual. Anyway, he got a lot of weird looks. Well, He's put your eyes away, everybody. You love dumplings on any other day. Well, I don't, I don't think he gave a shit. But no, good. It just so seemed like a weird way to, uh, you know, to kick off the celebration. Yeah, see, I don't like Australia Day as much already. I didn't realise it was such a judgmental day. You can do what you want. Oh, apparently you can't. I just, I'm just going to chastise you Yeah, for I can it. see that. Yeah. It sounds exactly like being Australian. That's every other day as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that was weird, but you know, apparently Brendan enjoyed himself. But the uh, the thing that really got the party going was it the quinoa salad? Because <laughs> I had many helpings. No. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Was the the friend that brought eighty packets of Joss? <laughs> <laughs> Not just any Joss, extra Joss. Was it was it called extra Joss? Yes. Okay. So uh, those unfamiliar. As I was prior to... <laughs> As was everybody prior to right. this. Just turned out to be some kind of Cambodian energy supplement. <laughs> so it's a powder that will become a drink when mixed with water. Yeah. Or vodka. So, uh, yeah, you're supposed to mix it with like a cup of water, but we were doing it with shots of vodka where uh, as instructed, you, you rip open the packet, you put it in your mouth and you mix the shot of vodka in your mouth with it. Like just swish and it swallow around. swallow it, yeah. 
tasted amazing. Did it? I didn't have any. Yeah, it was pretty great. I um, wanted to be like, you know, after there's been a horrific crime and one person was hidden in the closet and tells the story. Mm. That was the me of the Joss situation. You can recap for us the the craziness that well, the rest of us were too hopped up on energy to recap. That too. But I was like, it, there is going to be a mass death here. And I'm going to be the only one to live to tell the correct You're going to tale. Be the witness. Yeah, that's right. Like if I also died, the police would rock up and be like, "What a mystery!" <laughs> but since I was there, I'll be like, "I know what caused this carnage." Let like me recount my tale of survival. I feel like the uh, empty bottles of alcohol and empty packets of Joss like scattered around the entire <laughs> party probably be a bit of a giveaway. You never know. It's mm. the police we're talking about. Sure. So we're doing those. There's a bit of a ritual. We kind of like would cheers the pack of Joss. Yeah. There was like warnings of what to look for, like if you got good or bad Joss. Yeah, bad Joss was clumpy. Yeah, because mm. I guess like it's just packets so it can uh, get wet and then mixed together. And then you and, get bad Joss. Right. So there, there was a whole like ritual, as I said. Yeah, not even ritual. I think it was like there's a whole like folklore around Joss now. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> built up some kind of uh, following. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it just amazes me that. 27 years on the planet and people are still finding new ways to get fucked up at every party I go to. <laughs> well, I was saying like I'm imagining that guy on Today Tonight like pushing the camera away like <laughs> children on Joss. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what they're getting up to when they're not under your supervision and him just like with the dark glasses pushing the camera away like it's perfectly legal, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, give it six months. He'll be the kingpin of some kind of empire. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, just tell them in our day that we took heroin for energy. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, it it is one of those things that we got caught up in it pretty quickly. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. That's why I could see it definitely becoming something to be featured on Today Tonight. Right. uh, It It seemed to gather a following like a snowball in a scary fashion. Yeah. Well, you know, from the time that we had no idea what it was to the time that we had three each. (laughs) It was... Mere hours. Probably less than an hour even. And... uh, it was only later that we discovered, A, you're not supposed to take it with uh, hypertension, which Brendan has, <laughs> and you're not supposed to have more than two a day, which, <laughs> which we did Which every as well. single person at the party had. Right. So, uh, our hearts were racing. It's kind of like a vodka Red Bull type thing, but I reckon it's stronger than a Red Bull. Oh, like, it seems stronger than a Red Bull. Probably like two or more Red Bulls per sachet. So, uh, it was it was quite the undertaking. <laughs> My heart is uh, still recovering. I'm surprised it was less undertaking, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't sleep that entire night. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was good times. It was good times. I've taken to drinking this Aspire cranberry drink. Yeah. Every time I come to your house. It says it's like, what, calorie reducing or yeah, something? Yeah, it says it's a calorie burning drink. And I remember it was the first time I came here, I actually went to the food works to get a Red Bull because I was really tired and didn't have enough energy for the show. And now I've got like kind of addicted. Like I picked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm cranberry. And then I was like, calorie burning drink. All right, whatever. I'll bite. Whatever jiggery pokery is going on here. Gave it a drink. And I was like, oh, this is delicious. And I can't stop drinking it, but I have no idea what it's doing to my body. Does it taste like cranberry? Oh, it's kind of like cranberry and soda water. Okay. And yeah, it's really good. It's like watered down cranberry with sparkles. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like a bad combination. I guarantee you it's not doing to your body is burning calories. No, that's what I think as well. I'm like, this is too delicious to be in any way healthy and yeah. helpful to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, drink choices aside... We had a good Australia day. Oh, it was grand. Yeah. There was a couple of cute girls there. Well, I was there. <laughs> I met before you got there. Awkward. I saw them leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the problem. See, um... So they left? 
Right. It's always the problem with cute girls. You yeah. can't corral them we, 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 <laughs> into a little fenced area. <laughs> well, can, always doing what they want. <laughs> rarely does it work in my favour. Yeah, that's right. There, there was a cute fence. Cute girls but, and free will. Ah, it's a dangerous combination. <laughs> I know. So we were talking. I was quite keen on them, but... Was either a front runner or just keen on them? Yeah, well, they left early, so I didn't get like numbers or anything like that. Yeah. But I did end up Facebooking or like, you know, sending a friend request to one of them. Ooh, how did you make the decision? Just a 10 sided die. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I talked to her more than the other and that kind of thing. But she has not added me back. Ugh, that's awkward. I was talking to Julian about it. And he's like, yeah, because well, I was going over our conversation topics at the end of the night. What did we talk about? Dead pets and our neighbor's aggressive nudity. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the aggressive nudity made me and Rowan laugh. <laughs> yeah. Sort of paints pictures in my head of them almost... Thrusting it in your face? No, yeah. sort of walking around the house like Marines, like, oh, I'm naked. <laughs> Take it, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I wasn't there for most of your conversation with them, but yeah, I don't find it hard to see why she didn't add you back. I don't know, they seem to be enjoying it. Like, the- Yeah, but that's what girls' faces always do. No, We're taught not. to be polite. Really? You... You're like overly polite, but I can tell if you're faking it. I can tell like a lot of people are faking it. Can you tell when I'm faking it? You're always faking it. What do you mean? <laughs> you're like, you just kind of do the, yeah, yeah. Like you zone out a bit when you're disinterested. No, I think that's when I'm playing with my phone. Well, there, that's, there's that <laughs> as well. But if you're just like one-on-one having a conversation, that's kind of your general tell. I don't know. Yeah. Then like... I don't um, know. People like Eddie, he gets like way too overly nice when he's faking it. Yeah. Like he'll be like, yeah, yeah. And like nod and just smile a lot. And, and you're like, you don't care. I'm like, well, it's just like, even if he does care, it comes across as <laughs> You're freaking me out. Yeah. <laughs> so, We're talking like, about dead pets here. <laughs> right. But like he'll have those conversations with um, my dad and he has no idea that this is going on. Like not just dad, like parents in general. It seems like... He's really good with parents. Yeah, because he just does a nod and smile. Right. And I'm like, I can never do that just because I'm like, well, I'm so disinterested. I can't hide it. <laughs> and, it seeps out of like, me. Every parent is like, oh, Eddie's so nice. And they're like, you fell for it. Oh, my God. The regular parent trick. I'm just amazed that no one else picks up on it. Yeah, it does also annoy me when people are being insincere. I'm like, you don't care about me. Don't say that. But I feel like you probably misjudge that as well like you probably think people are not interested when they are as well I find men are difficult in that though yeah like sometimes you think not even like romantically interested but sometimes sometimes you think a guy's not listening but I think you guys just look around the room I don't know maybe there's like an inbuilt (laughs) like evolutionary mechanism where you have to scan the room for predators and you don't realize you're doing it dating a lot of ex-marines oh that's my problem yeah (laughs) It's been a long line of uh, Kings of Gondor. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, I just find like you'll be like talking to a guy and he'll like zone out and see. I was getting, you just did it. I was getting you a drink of water you because I, I was, you were gearing up to do some kind of you know two sentence at least speech. No, I was not getting so, ready to do a bit, and you just did it to me. I you that, this is you what I'm talking it. about. You're misjudging the situation. You were checking for predators. I was getting a sip of water. Yeah, it seemed Chill unrelated because the other water was closer and tastier. I've got two waters. What yeah, do you why? Because this one was almost empty. Yeah, but that one's quite full. Just finishing off the other one. <laughs> 
Anyway, men seem to scan the room for predators when you're having a conversation. You'll be having a nice conversation and they'll tune out and sort of look around the room and you're like, hello. And they're like, yeah, what? And like, don't even notice they've been doing it. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, or you're just boring. Well, there's also that. <laughs> but do you, you don't do the predator scan and get called up out on it with girls? People don't call me on it. I'm not saying I don't do it though. Yeah. I don't know. I find that a lot of guys don't necessarily look at you when they're talking to you. Mm, maybe. It doesn't necessarily mean they're not paying attention though. No, I don't know why they do it. it does, it's uh, When I first, when it began, I thought <laughs> that they weren't interested. But now I've realized that they're just checking for predators or more attractive women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so these girls. So uh, they brought up the dead pet thing. Yeah. Oh, well, then it's on them. That was like a pretty good story, I thought. What so was the story? It was like they were on the way to the party and there was a sign that was like lost cat. Yeah. And they'll go over to investigate the sign. Like, oh, that's so sad. And just as they were about to get close to it, there's a dead animal right in front of the sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And it turned out to be a possum. Oh. But like, you know, at first glance, like, it oh seems gosh, like a lot like... Cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, I found your cat. Here you go. Boom. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a callous way of wow. uh, you know, yeah. delivering the news. Here it is right under your side. Yeah. Um, so, me and Julian, like, we you kind guys of ran with that. You guys on that. Yeah. Oh, that was like comedy steak right. to the hungry wolves. So, we probably did, like, five minutes on dead pets after uh, that. Yeah. But I think I, I got the impression that they were not just, like, nodding their head along any style. <laughs> The other thing about these girls at the party was they uh, they lived like 150 kilometers away. Yeah, that's not close. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is... <laughs> it's a long way to come. But right, but this this worked perfectly for me. Why? Because they couldn't leave? They were trapped? No. You're <laughs> always banging on about how uh, my requirements for seeing a girl... Ah, is like, once a week. She yeah. couldn't possibly get him more regularly. Right. Is that what you're getting at? I feel like... This if goes she, if amazingly for you. probably got a life to lead over there. Once a week would, A life to lead over there yeah. <laughs> that, That's Once a week would be pushing it Oh that would be amazing for you right. I can't see I how just, this could possibly go wrong I need to date a girl who lives nowhere near me <laughs> Yeah long distance relationship is perfect for you Everyone's like they're so hard You're like what are you talking about like, no, this, is, this is the best kind of relationship right. Yeah you need to go long distance friend yeah, so uh, Tinder is not going to help me there. No, like, well... Can I set the opposite? Like, where it's like, instead <laughs> someone's of... Someone's super far girls away. Girls in your area, like, girls not in your area. <laughs> girls nowhere near me. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to be able to say that I'm in a relationship and maybe catch up with her, like, a month, on a monthly basis, and then uh, then we go about our separate ways for the rest of the time. Well, I got... I went on eHarmony once just to do the test, but mm. didn't join, because I was like, oh, I wonder who I'll get... And um, I got a Alaskan fighter pilot <laughs> or Alaskan like army um, captain or something like so that. So is this some kind of match system where they? Well, you put you in all of your like your criteria. Yeah, yeah, right. And I wasn't even Christian at the time. I don't think I was just like, yeah, I'm open minded. Don't really care. So at the time I did it, I definitely didn't have any particular reason why you would think someone from Alaska would fit me necessarily well but yeah my top match was an alaskan army captain so they're definitely in alaska they were not just like from oh there no they're not stage. from alaska or visited alaska they were currently living in alaska but happy to relocate for a woman so yeah you could have knocked me over with a feather i was quite surprised i feel like that and also saddened yeah if that's the closest <laughs> match that you got i know and it's like mm, okay because he probably was like i just gotta get the fuck out of alaska <laughs> 
<laughs> like, Who's going to help me do de- that? Desired location worldwide, just like yeah. anywhere but here. It's what it seems like. Maybe yeah. he was after me for my passport. <laughs> but yeah, I was just, I was slightly nonplussed. Mm, I can mm. imagine. Then we were all sitting down, uh, mate Rowan, whose party it was. Julian goes, oh, do you want to hear a good story? And he and said, no. Yeah. <laughs> good story. Boring. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a crappy story that I can pretend to be interested in while I scare right. the room for predators because um, I'm a man. And he wanted me to tell the whole story from uh, last episode with the dick kicking. Oh, wow. Mm. That's hard to tell in front of cute girls. But to my credit, I feel like they were interested. Wow, that they is were, amazing. Like, I thought it was going to be the story of you falling down the manhole, which is one of... That's a, a crowd pleaser. Favorite. Right, that would have been a good like <laughs> crowd. opening act. Is it a crowd pleaser? People like the falling in the hole story. <laughs> Mm. There you go. I didn't know that. But uh, see, like something like that, when I brought it on the podcast, that w- that was like a fully formed story. That was, you know. That, the manhole story. Right. I enjoyed it something, deeply. Something like the. Especially where the CD went for help. Right. The the dick kicking story, I felt like. It was unfinished. Right. I could I could have polished it Yeah, it needed bit. polishing. Probably because you'd been saving it and not telling it. I got caught up in the details. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. It's, well, look, I mean, it was a good story. So, uh. Just needed rolling around in glitter. Yeah, yeah. So, I was trying to like, you know, do my best. Yeah. Where do you think I lost them? (sighs) I'm not sure. It's the milking part. Uh, Really? That's when they started to find it odd? Yeah, apparently the ejaculation is a turn off. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) What did they say there? I think you could just like gauge facial reactions. And they're like, why are you telling me this? A little bit. Also, I think there's like a lot of judgment of like, you would just watch you were some watching guys for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Because yeah. that is the main part of the story. Like, at what point do you look away? Yeah. And no matter how many times I kind of reiterate that I was watching TV while this happened. It's it, not enough. It, it's like, it well, you weren't watching that hard, were right. you? Like, Unless you've seen the setup of the apartment, it does come across like you were pretty fixated right. on what was going on. Yeah. But it really is. Like you can just. You how can did the story both. go down with Rowan? He liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel again. You'll lose, you'll lose everyone him? once you get yeah. to the, uh, the the climax. I think as that you is will. where, it, yeah. But uh, but <laughs> up until then, mm. you know, I got it is like, a weird turn on the radio. You can tell it, but in person, you can do the actions and everything. Oh, that's the worst that, part. No, that, that adds to it. Does that's, it? That's I feel production. like that takes. Yeah, you don't want that producer. <laughs> you should have stuck with the manhole story. Well, then need, you might have got a Facebook like. I need to work on the ending. Is yeah. the point here? Well, no, just saying that I fell in a manhole. Well, <laughs> Merge the two crowd places. <laughs> so uh, he was uh, kicking him in the dick and then I fell in a manhole inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of vortex in, in my, my apartment room. opened up <laughs> and uh, I was never seen from again. <laughs> Slightly less believable, but uh, yeah, I know, I'm still working on it. Speaking of which, I was uh, going back to like a couple of older episodes. Yeah. And um, I know one of our party-pleasing anecdotes from the past was when I used to catch the train with my girlfriend and she would query me what's up. Uh, that was a gr- I still tell that story. How do, how do you tell it nowadays? D- maybe I'm telling it wrong. Go on. Because I always say, yeah, my friend Ben was hanging out with his girlfriend all day for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then I need to back away from the microphone because your reaction in my retelling <laughs> is violent. Sure. So, yeah, you guys do together eight hours is usually a start. And then they're catching the train home and they're like sitting there in silence. And then Ben's girlfriend, when I'm telling the story, goes... Hey, what's up? And you're like, what's up? What's <laughs> up? We just spent the last eight hours together. That's what's up. Yeah, that's more or less my retelling. Yeah. And I, it's a crowd pleaser. It gets it just, 
it's become an aggressive tirade of yelling at Gerald just. I think it comes from the. I merged it with the Kanye. Maybe. I wanted to hear that again. Yeah. So I went back to the original. It's not episode. like that at all. No, it's just like, oh yeah, she asked me what's up. Uh, is that it? I'll put, I'll put it at the end of the episode. So you and you didn't of, say what's up. I don't think I did at all. Wow. It's just interesting to see how these evolve because that is a crowd pleaser. Yeah, People seem to like that story. Right, but it was like such an offhanded comment in the episode originally. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I've taken it and run with it. Yeah, we both have. Like, because do you remember the story taking place like that as well? Yeah, like the in, what's up in the modern day interpretation. It's just yelling, what's up? Yeah. What's up? What's up? Well, it was to sort of highlight the difference between man and woman, right. I thought, initially. Yeah, but now um, I just need I need that level of polish on the uh, yeah, kicking Yeah, that's right. right. The sands of time need to wear off its hard yeah. limestone edges. I feel like the other the other tale that's been getting a lot of play lately is the, uh, the Bunny and Sparkles New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a great story, though. Um, because so it goes from stages. It's got a clear narrative. The dick kicking doesn't have a clear narrative. Right. So that that's that one's got. Uh, I've There's no payoff at the end. Like Aesop's it. fable style. Yeah. When you get to the end, it's like, ugh, that's the worst <laughs> part. I had all that build up, and now this is weird and gross. <laughs> yeah, that is. Somehow it needs to. Uh, it needs a punchline. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, if you have a better punchline, right in. Yeah, exactly. The milking should be in the middle, and the dick kicking should be at the end. Hmm. Maybe you switch it around a little. Yeah, but then I'd just be lying to everyone as well. Yeah, well, apparently I'm lying to everyone about the difference between men and women when I tell that story. No, there's still truth in that. Because Is that what you thought in your head? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, what's up? Right. That, that was my inner monologue. Yeah, more than that's right. Else. Well, because a guy the other day, we were having a hens party. Mm. And the same day, obviously, the men were having the bucks party. And for part of it, we all came together. And so they'd been at go-karting and we'd been at bounce. And oh, um, you went to bounce? Yeah. How good is Bounce? It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the 12 Apostles. <laughs> no. What? Oh. Uh, no. Are you serious? I am serious. You're a, you're a maniac. I'm not. I wouldn't enjoy the 12 Apostles more. Not if you have to drive each way. Count the factor in the drive to this. Maybe that's what makes it special though, because it's so far away, because I can go to Bounce anytime. Okay, then what if Bounce was right next to the 12 Apostles <laughs> and you could only go to one? <laughs> I don't know the 12 Apostles. Right. I had a trampoline growing up. Yeah, me too. And bounce is like a hundred trampolines. Yeah, it's like I don't know. the trampoline of your dreams. It's okay, I guess. I had an all right time. <laughs> like, it was fun, but it wasn't amazing. The problem with it is um, it's definitely aimed at children. So like as a 27-year-old, it's hard to walk in and see like, I don't know, 16 five-year-olds in front of yeah, you. Yeah, you don't want to be weird. <laughs> yeah. But also I just can't overcome the natural urge to not throw myself on my back. But that's fun. I can't do it. I can do knees, oh, you mean you can't butt, do that. forward, but I can't throw myself on my back. It's just, no. So what did you do on your trampoline growing up? Of that, but I was a kid. Oh, so somehow along the lines, it's, you've been scared yeah, off. Yeah, I've learned survival skills. Wow. Yeah, my body's like, hello, nah. <laughs> that's where all the organs are kept and your ribs are only in the front. Bummer. For me, I just, I try to rebalance myself when I start falling backwards. <laughs> like even without not really like consciously trying whenever I start to slide back I think it's because I was wearing roller skates once in my house mm. and I fell over and I slid my legs slid out from underneath me and I fell on my back and winded myself okay and I think it was like so unconsciously traumatizing that I'll do anything to avoid it so do you just jump up and down when you're there no I do knees forwards seats oh, yeah, all okay. those guys just none of the bouncing on the back flips mm. all that yeah I remember when I was at um 
Fox Studios in Sydney. Yeah. It's basically like a mini theme park kind of place. They have one of those trampolines and they have you harnessed in. Oh, that I would do then. That's different. Well, I tried and I was trying to basically just do a flip. Yeah. Because you watch all the kids doing it before you and they're doing like 360 degree forward flips and stuff. I'm like, that looks awesome. So I did it and I was probably uh, 13 at the time Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't work out what was going on because I'm like, is my center of gravity <laughs> off or am I just like the same kind of thing? Like, am I subconsciously See, stopping myself? I think I have quite wide or? hips. I have a similar center of gravity to Kim Kardashian. So it's difficult to fall backwards and not go onto my bottom. I don't know what that means though. Like, are we seeing Kim Kardashian fall on her back all the time? <laughs> like, no, we don't. don't. It's just got a low center of gravity and it feels wrong. How do you know though? Like, I just can just, tell. I know a lot of her. assumptions. I just, I know. Okay. I have her body composition and okay. I know what it's like. Sure. And so anyway, part of it was the hens and bucks parties came together. Do you think that's a good idea? I liked it. I had a really good time. Okay. Have you ever had it, that happen before? Yeah, but it was like super late in the evening and it was only like the stragglers there and stuff. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it went okay on that occasion, but I feel like that's the day to be apart right yeah yeah i found it really fun i actually really personally enjoyed it we went and all played snooker together or um what do you call it pool yep and i thought it was really super fun and i think i had to go but i think after that they then broke up and did other activities <laughs> the uh, parties not the bride and groom not, they stayed together sure. <laughs> i assume um because the wedding's this saturday so yeah anyway one guy got there all the girls got there at the same time and the guys are running late and naturally. And one guy got there before all the other guys and he was there with just the hens. And he's like, oh my gosh, I've never heard so much stalking in all my life. What do you mean stalking? Talking. Oh, okay. Like he's, and I, we just then got talking about the differences between men and women. And he's like, I don't know. Women just seem to have problems. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, they've just got so many problems. I don't know what that's about. What kind of problems were we talking? I think just emotional ones. Yeah. See, that's, there's your downfall. Feeling problems. You have emotions yeah and then he's also uh, he's also like you guys just spend so much time talking when you're all together he's like there's just so much chatter here and i'm like what do you do with your friends he's like i don't know we both want to focus on one thing and he's like i'm like okay and he's like yeah if we're playing like an xbox game we could sit in silence for hours and we probably just make comments about the game but that's about it Mm -hmm. and his male friend then was there by this time he's also a friend of mine and he said, yeah, we generally just like pass the laptop between us and play this soccer game that him and his best friend like playing. And I was like, what would you do if your best friend was like, oh, I'm having like trouble in my marriage? And he's like, well, Gay. <laughs> he's like, well, I'd put the laptop down. And that was about all he fathomed. <laughs> <laughs> For at least 10, 15 Yeah, seconds. I don't think he'd know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, what I was thinking about just. The how after a day with only men doing activities, this man noticed how much chatter there was at women's activities. Yeah, I feel like guys, we either like just punch it out or get over it. No, they're not even problems. We're just talking. Yeah, no, but if if we do have some kind of issue, we just move on. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, sorry, I'll just do a shot and uh, forget about it till yeah, I'm alone later. I'll, right. I'll, <laughs> Bottle it up internally until uh, it comes out in some kind of I'll bottle it mass up to crime my, spree. Yeah, I'll bottle it up to my mid-50s yeah, and I'm yeah. in the suicide risk period. Right, and then I'll just uh, buy an expensive car and we'll, That's uh, we'll all build, you know, come back to it then. <laughs> oh, I'll just bottle it away. Right. What does it feel like to bottle up a feeling? I'm fine right now. <laughs> so where do they go? Is it like a fart? Do you release them later? No, well, look at the... 
the problems you've brought to the show. Yeah, so and many. So very many. You'll realize how ephemeral they are. Yeah, they don't last. Right. But they affect so, me for a long time. They don't. You keep saying this <laughs> and it's bullshit. How long was I sad about my breakup with my Canadian boyfriend? That was like months. I can't remember, but I don't think it was. I would say solid six months. The, I was the sad. last one that you talked about this like, yeah, best friend. My friendship soulmate. soulmate yeah. yeah, that took you like were, a week. You were claiming it was going to be months and it wasn't. No, it was, a, it was like it was a, a week. week. And so if just say you bottled that up. <laughs> You you would be fine. So I should have just instantly almost. It. Yeah. Instantly almost. I mean, like we wouldn't have had an episode. <laughs> instantly almost. Maybe we would have. <laughs> we might have had something else to talk about, but I feel like you bottle a lot of shit up. Yeah, and, and you get better at bottling. The like, lid gets maybe tighter. It's, maybe it's not so much a bottle, but it's a very fine sieve. <laughs> okay. So like. So only the big emotions. Yeah, they stay, stay in, in All the other shit just like comes <laughs> out. And you, yeah, and you <laughs> move on. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my uh, my dead wife. That that doesn't get sifted That through. doesn't get sieved out. Right. And no. So one day you'll uh, have to Deal know, with shed that. a tear or something. <laughs> shed a single tear in yeah, bed. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I... I got indigestion. I can't go on. <laughs> Tomorrow you're like, oh, I can go on. <laughs> Turns out I can go yeah. on. <laughs> that should be an onion article. <laughs> Man who said I can't go on, in fact, goes, <laughs> goes on. on. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? Whenever something bad happens to you, you're like, oh, this is the worst. I can't cope. And you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see every um, every week there's the new I'm never drinking again Facebook status. Yeah, that's and so And then true. the following week is a series of shots lined up on the bar <laughs> and uh, that person is... Uh, Making know, it rain. Right. <laughs> the cycle, the circle of life. Have you ever seen a ghost speaking of the circle of life? No. Okay. <laughs> what brings this up? Well, I've just been watching this show called A Haunting and whenever the person seemingly first sees a ghost. It's like a documentary show. Like I say like these, because, like, you know, like it's about ghost ghosts. catches kind yeah, of thing? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. follow a crew all around? Uh, or? Kind of. But anyway, I'll tell you about it more in a second, but this mm. is why I ask. Because every time they're, they're getting like, interviews with a person who was haunted, they say, oh, the first few times I saw it, I didn't tell anyone. And I was like, shit, Ben's like pretty much my best friend. Maybe he's seen ghosts. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if I've just never given him the opportunity to say that he's seen a ghost and he's been bottling that up. Do they? Because seemingly nearly everybody who sees a ghost for the first few times and is pretty sure it's a ghost is like, I decided not to tell anyone. So I was like, maybe I should just point blank ask. And like, finally, he'll be like, yes, I have. Like, I really need help. <laughs> is there reasoning that they don't think people will believe them? Yeah, like, it seems to be varied reasoning. Like, there's, like, I didn't want people to think I was crazy. Like, no one would believe me. Generally, I didn't want people to think I'm crazy seems to be up there. But also, like, just ignoring the problem in the hopes it would go away also seems to be in there. They're not only seeing a ghost once, they're being, like, tormented by it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, maybe if I just, like, ignore it. Do they all, like, have a description of these ghosts? Yeah, well, the basic premise of the show is... That you like, they do a reenactment of like it's basically yeah, oh, it's one of the greatest shows I've seen in a while. Sure. I'm enjoying it immensely. Mm-hmm. So they bring the people on to tell their story, but while they're telling their story, they reenact it as yeah. well. So they get actors in a house, and you know they reenact all the spooky stuff that happened, and it is great. 
Is it like overly uh, cheesy and everything? Oh, isn't it though? um, What's struck me as weird is a few times people have been hotter in real life than their acting counterpart. So they get get an actor to play the person telling the story. Yeah. And sometimes the the actor is not as attractive. I'm like, how good would you feel? (laughs) (laughs) But it depends. I'm so attractive the person picked to play me is as good as me. Well, especially if they're not casting for acting capability. (laughs) Well, no, that is so true. Like imagine if it was like we're doing the story of Ben. We've got Brad Pitt. I know that's not hot enough, but that's the best we can do. That's all we got, baby. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, oh, yeah. At that point, I'd just request to play myself. There was one guy who looked exactly like his actor counterpart and it was really freaky. Maybe his twin was an actor. Yeah, it did look like that. You know the best part about the Tattoo Nightmare shows, which is a similar setup. Like yeah, instead of they're ghosts, telling their story. Yeah, they tell the story of why they got a shitty tattoo <laughs> and then while that's happening they have a crew acting out. We need a crossover here. Yeah. If someone's... My shitty ghost tattoo. Yeah, if someone <laughs> like is blaming their shitty tattoo on a ghost... Oh, that would be amazing. Then it's like ultimate, some kind of like mashup of these two shows. It's a pretty great show. I've gotten right into it. I've watched the whole first season. So do they get people to play the ghosts? Or it's just like a candle goes out and everyone turns around? Well, that, both. So the ghosts sometimes are ones you can like see. So someone plays the ghost and it's like all see-through and ghostly. Mm. And other times it's just like slamming doors and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So I'm halfway through one that happens in Taiwan at the moment. Have you seen a ghost? Well, good question. (laughs) Were you concerned? See, if you watch this show for long enough, you'll think, shit, I thought I had some pretty good friends, but it's seemingly anyone who's ever seen a ghost is keeping it to themselves. Is there many ghost seers around me who I thought were good enough friends to tell me anything that are actually keeping their ghost stories from me? No, nah, I feel like that's the kind of thing people would share. That's what I thought. But this show has changed my mind. Nearly everyone who's really seen a ghost was like, no, nah, I decided to keep it to myself. Maybe it's for the best because I know once you tell this story, I'll be like, well, this is bullshit and this is why. Oh, it is bullshit. I had a nightmare Okay. that my lamp was haunted. <laughs> I think this is a Simpsons sketch right? Yeah, it feels it like a Simpsons doesn't sketch Doesn't like Stephen King write a story about It, so it was like a time travelling lamp or something Was there? On the Simpsons This yeah. was before I started watching A Haunting And his best friend is a talking pie That's right <laughs> No, it doesn't have a best friend But in the nightmare, the lamp was haunted My bedside table lamp, in fact mm. And so I dreamt that I was in bed and I woke up and my lamp was haunting me. How so? Well, that's the even that's probably the most amazing part, which is I can't believe I haven't shared this story. The reason why we knew it was haunted, and it was also evil. Not only was it haunted, it was evil. Okay. Because it was hovering slightly off the desk and shaking threateningly from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> but this was all in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that counts. That's just no, a, it's a dream. It not doesn't. <laughs> It's not a ghost and it's not even a good dream, yeah. nightmare. Like in the dream, I was so scared. Like during the nightmare, I was shitting myself and then I woke up and I was like, well. Mm, probably overreacted. <laughs> yeah. It was just my lamp dancing threateningly. The uh, the closest I've ever come to an interaction with a ghost is like, it's pretty tangential. This is like a third hand account. Okay. When we were in year 10, mm-hmm. we were on camp and... One of the girls saw a ghost on camp. <laughs> and so the the problem was we were split up into several groups because our year level was pretty big, like 150 So people. there was a ghost group. <laughs> right, yeah. We were, you know, team alpha and then there was one like <laughs> team ghost. Pants, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Team seeing the undead. Yep. 
Um, so one of the girls, Louisa, in our year level claimed to see a ghost of a young girl bouncing a ball. Oh, that's freaky. Which, like, if you hear ghost stories, that's, like, a pretty stereotypical ghost. Is it? Well, like, any children, and I feel like, you know, they're playing. Like, there's always the scene in horror movies where the person drops a ball down the hallway and then they look up and the kid's gone or whatever. Oh, yeah. So... I mean, like, she's not even really trying. <laughs> but anyway, she it's was... better than a lamp but, to give right. her some credit. Um, but she was, like, so freaked out that it freaked everyone else out. Yeah, like, like she clearly was buying the hype. Yeah, yeah, which is what made it scary because yeah. it's not just her recounting but her reaction to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she also doesn't seem like the kind of person that would just make this shit up. Well, no, I don't think she would. So I heard this from our friend Stephen Julian, Julian, my roommate, and... When they were telling us, me and my friend were like... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we weren't buying into it. But they were so scared (laughs) that, like, it was just... Is it true? (laughs) Like, it was kind of crazy to see their reaction based on her reaction. Yeah, yeah. She, like, totally, like, sent some shockwave through the whole So now you can see how mass hysteria, like, spreads. Yeah, it was really interesting. She she could have got someone, like, burned at the stake as a witch. Pretty much. (laughs) Julian made it happen. (laughs) With the devil. So... They are tent buddies, Steve and Jules. Mm. And at night, Steve needs to go to the bathroom, but like oh, he's no too freaked way. out to go alone yeah. because of this ghost situation. See, I always wondered, are ghosts actually evil? Or like, you know, like how I always get dizzy spells. Like when I first got them, I was like, oh shit, this is really frightening. But now I'm just used to them and can just walk around and I'm like, oh, whatever. Like they're actually not that disorienting once you get used to them. I wonder if it's the same with ghosts. Like, they're not actually that frightening. It's just a horrible shock. But if you saw them all the time, it'd just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Well, the problem with ghost movies in general is they can't really attack you for the most part. No. Like, there might be the end of the film where they somehow manage to possess you or whatever. (laughs) But up until that point, they always just kind of like menacingly float towards you. Yeah, that's right. I don't see many... Then as it's like invariably as soon as they get to you, they disappear. They disappear. Yeah. So, I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, what are ghosts really doing yeah, to us? It's never, it's never doing much. <laughs> it's just like their reaction makes the, uh, that, that's where the horror comes from. Like if you were to watch a horror movie and to have no idea that there weren't, like imagine an alien lands on earth and he didn't know that ghosts weren't meant to be there. Would he just find it odd? <laughs> like, well, what are the uh, see-through people over there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're so scared of those see-through people. Yeah. They, <laughs> they must have even, a bad rep. They can't even pick up that cup. Yeah, that's right. Like, every time they float, no wonder they disappear. You're screaming your head off. Yeah. Maybe that's why they disappear. They're like, hey, oh, shit, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Steve and Julian, um, they end up having to go to the bathroom together like Steve wow. recruits Jules see the thing is what's the point of taking someone with you like what is Julian gonna do If he, is, is Julian some sort of ghost expert I think it's safety in numbers is it though because if it was a knife wielding maniac I'd be like Jules two is better than one but with a ghost I don't think numbers really make much of a difference or maybe you want to have someone like as a fall guy like- see then I'm definitely saying no if I'm Jules yeah but if Julian doesn't believe and Steve does, then it's like, well... I'm going along for the comedy. There's No, there's oh. like a 50% chance that I'll get possessed uh, rather than 100 if I go alone. And if Julian doesn't care, then why wouldn't I increase my odds? Because it's the middle of the night. I'm not going to the toilet with you. Well, he was obviously a better friend than yeah, you. Yeah, I'm a shit friend, obviously. So there's a bit of a walk between their tent and the bathroom. They're jogging and then Steve yells out, don't run, that's when they get you. <laughs> And so then they both break into a sprint and run for the bathroom. What? 
and like at, even like retelling the story they were like this is so dumb but like the most frightening night but they were had. obviously scared as shit yeah oh my gosh so that was like as close to a ghost interaction that i've ever come yeah see i've had a few ghostly things happen but i've never told anyone you told the story when you went to like the Ghost tour recently that like uh, touched yeah, yeah, a ring that or one. whatever. Yeah, that is a one. But I used to have someone breathing in my closet in the house where I grew up, and I just ignored it. <laughs> like I could no, I really like I assume because I was like, oh, it must just be like the air conditioner or something. Mm. But I could hear this noise from the inside of my closet. <sighs> but was this only at night time or what? Yeah, only at night. And did you have a look in your closet? Hell no. I was like, it was scary as fuck. Like, it used to scare the living bananas out of me. What age are we talking? 15. If you thought it was your air conditioner or whatever, why didn't you investigate? Mom, I just don't want to know. I'd rather be like, it's the air conditioner. Let's never test that theory. What am I going to do if I open the closet and there's a ghost there? No, but it's, it's more to reassure yourself that there's nothing. No, that's... Yeah, I'm better at that without looking too deeply into the issue because it's clearly not the air conditioner given that we had the air conditioner my entire life and it started randomly when I was in my (laughs) mid-teens. When I was... um, But I was like, oh, something wrong with the air conditioner. Let's never talk about this again. It couldn't have just been your dog or something? No, my dog lives outside. When I was home a couple of weeks ago, I slept in the basement and, you know, living in the city for a year, you're used to city sounds. Yeah, noises, exactly. Going back to the bush. Oh, man. like a bit of a weird change. I went back to Greensboro, like near your bush place from Tokyo. And I was like, I can't sleep. Like, (laughs) What, just too many birds or something? It's too easy to sleep here. There's nothing that I need to fight against. (laughs) I need to like wrestle my sleep victory out of the jaws of defeat. Right. Early morning, sun's rising. I'm like still half asleep. Mm. There was a a bird call from outside (laughs) that was... um, Ben. (laughs) I'm trying to remember what it... I know what it was saying. It was... It sounded like it was shushing me. (laughs) It was like, shush, shush. And I was like... like an old lady from the West. Right. I'm like so out of it. And... Shush, I'm like shush. all I can think of in my uh, my drowsy state was like I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> really? Like, like wh- wh- why is she? Why, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the one making all the noise. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like I have to imagine that it was, like if I heard it properly in the daylight, it was probably just like a, a crow cawing or something. But it seriously, sounded like I was being woken to some like annoying bird telling me to shut up. You're the one making all the noise. Yeah. I can't believe that's what you thought first thing in the morning. Well, you know, you, it's, I'm very drowsy. It's that's not like so I can funny. control my thoughts. Yeah, so I... And then I used to just get so tired because that's when I became like 16, 17 and you're always up late at home. So I used to just be so tired that I was like, look, if you're going to kill me, just do it. I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> Whatever. I'm, Whatever I'm breathing guy. Well, I used to just stand in there and breathe. And I was like, it used to freak me out and I couldn't sleep and I'd stay awake at night not wanting to get murdered. And then I'm like, no, I'm just really tired. If you're just going to kill me, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Were you the one who told me the story about the Japanese woman who was living in this guy's house for two years? What? There was no? Okay, so there was this girl, I think like, I want to say 2009 or something like that. Yeah. She was homeless. And she lived in this guy's closet, unbeknownst to him. Whoa. And so he would go to work and 
then he would come home and things, move stuff around. Yeah, things would have moved or like Whoa, there might be like food missing or something. That's so freaky. And so he's like, what's going on? There's like no one else here but me. Wow. So he set up oh. webcams. And he rewatched the security footage one day and he saw this woman walking <gasps> around his house. And so he follows her back on the video to his closet. Oh my gosh. And there was this woman, like, I think it was the top shelf of his closet or something. That, oh, I am never sleeping in my house in Greensboro again. There you go. Cause it was probably her. Oh my gosh. That's so freaky. Oh, I bet that was happening. Yeah. It's almost then, certainly her. One night. But it wasn't a ghost. Oh, that's even worse. I'm more scared of people than I am of ghosts. That's what you should be. I am. Thank you. <laughs> if someone's like, there's a ghost in the closet, I'd be like, that's pretty scary. If someone's like, there's someone in your there's closet. There's a homeless, crazy person. Well, I used to think there's someone over, it was a ghost. I didn't think it was a ghost. I thought there was a man hiding in there. Mm-hmm. But then he kept coming back every night and not doing anything that I knew of. So you're like, well, I can live with this. Yeah, that's right. We're at an uneasy standoff. Yeah. But then one night I heard him say, goodbye. And I thought. Oh, my God. What do you mean you heard him say goodbye? I heard something from the closet say goodbye. Was this like as you were drifting off to sleep no, or something? No, I was like fully awake. Why would you not investigate? Because I just thought I don't want like to know. Yourself. Yeah, that's right. And then so I thought, oh, shit, it's going to kill me. And then I heard, hello. And I thought, oh, fuck, it's going to stay. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. We're at this uneasy Mexican standoff truce for the rest of our lives. You didn't, like, respond? No. Would you? I don't know. I never heard a voice from no. your cupboard. <laughs> if someone from your cupboard said hello, would you say hello back? I think I would have to. No. I was like, maybe if I don't say anything, I would. I would not away. assume it would be a person in my cupboard, though. I would think it was the TV or something. Like, no. I, that wouldn't be my first leap in logic because, like, there's obviously someone <laughs> in there watching me or whatever. Well, the breathing coupled with this no, I was but convinced. the breathing can be explained there's air conditioning and, yeah going regularly in and out there you go. <laughs> when the air conditioning's not on it's my um my sister playing long lung simulator in yeah, that's right i can't believe i stayed in that room and just put up with it for so long so that night you heard him say hello goodbye you just no, goodbye hello you slept in that same bed for like the next 10 years <laughs> <laughs> but when you get up the next morning and there's like no one in there like, you need to get changed and get clothes from the cupboard, I assume. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of prove that there's nothing? Or you think it's like some secret hatch that he uses no, I during don't the know. night? No, I used to have my clothes already out and hung on a rail. Like, I didn't actually use that closet much because it was previously my brother's room. And so, it was mostly his clothes in the built-in wardrobe. And then I have, like, a clothes rack. But surely, at some point, you open that cupboard and realize there's no one there. It's rare. You think he just lives in there and never but, <laughs> never leaves or comes? There's a lot of space in there where you could hide. I'll show you this closet one day and you could see how easily a man could live in there. In fact, you could try it. If you like. I will not be doing okay. that. I already lived in a closet in Japan. That yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, I didn't meet any weirdos in there, no. luckily. No, there was just you in there that I think of. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty freaky. So that's one of the incidences of my life, wow. which has gone unexplained. But I was like, oh, I must have just been asleep. But I know I wasn't. I was awake, definitely, <laughs> and it was really frightening. I, so, yeah, are you confirming that you've never seen a ghost, just so I know? Yeah. Not even one that you've, like, filed away in your mind saying, I won't tell anyone. No, the, the camp story is as close to... All right, I've good come. to know. I'll not even know. anything where you're like, ooh, that's a bit freaky, oh, well. I'm sure, but nothing that sticks with me to the mm. point where I'm like, I must get to the bottom of this. Okay. Like, I told you a couple of weeks ago that the treadmill turned on on its own free will. Oh, 
Ah, yeah, that's right. But I didn't leap to ghost. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. Mm. Let's uh, change tracks a little bit. Yeah, let's. Mm. Who's your favourite listener of the show? Uh, my favourite listener? Yes. <sighs> Me. Well, get ready to have a new favourite listener. All right. I sorely don't believe that I would prefer anyone to me. It's yet to happen. Danny Wood is your new favourite listener. Mm, disagree. It's still me. Oh, well, he's my favourite listener. Is he? Mm. Um, you like him better than yourself. That's unusual. Much better. Really? Because he... I've never had better times than <laughs> with myself. And I've yet to laugh as hard at or because of any other single person. Have you yourself donated to your own causes? Yes. It's called working. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Okay. Um, How much did he donate? A nickel. He donated a new highest record. Wow. One hundred dollars. What? Thanks, Danny Wood. This is the song that we play when we get a hundred dollar donation. We get narrow money. Is that what he's saying? Narrow money. So, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. What does the song say? We get an Arab money. <laughs> okay. Me and Alex were, um... Was that the song featuring George Bush circa 2012? <laughs> I can't say that, but, uh, okay. we, uh, me and Alex were playing video games one time. Yeah. And we had this song playing on the background and we, it was on repeat for half an hour before we realized were it was Were you brainwashed? Probably. <laughs> You're now soldiers in the U.S. Marines. Yeah. But uh, so thank, thanks. Um, thanks, Danny Wood. Thanks, Danny Wood. What he, prompted that? Did he email us at all? He wrote a comment in his donation. Oh, excellent. What was it? It was... You guys suck. Here's $100 to hire to some talent. Shut up. No, I thought it was going to be put someone more talented on the podcast. I wish, hey, Danny, or any other person who wants to... Uh, donate. Can someone donate twenty dollars to settle the bet between Ben and I? Because I still owe me thirty dollars. Oh, is it thirty? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thirty dollars. Donate thirty dollars so I can pay Ben off for this debt that I owe. <laughs> that will not be going towards my debt. That will be going to no. If someone puts in the comments, no wait. If someone puts in the comments to settle the bet, then okay. It's if for the that bet. happens, but all right. Well, listen up, listeners. That's just Vicky begging for money at this point. Yeah. Well. Um, he writes It's an honest dollar Love the show Like an ocean full of fishes With just one shark Hmm Do you know what that means? No nah. It took me a while to get it Yeah Because I was like Like an ocean full of fishes With just one yeah. shark So is he getting all the fish to eat? Like this is amazing I can eat as many fishes as I like <laughs> And no one can eat me That's a good guess Yeah that's what I went with um, I was Yeah first of all I was like Are we the shark? or Are you the shark? You're loving eating fishes You know like Is the podcast the shark Of like in a sea of Shitty other podcasts Is the podcast the shark And it's so amazing That it's going around Eating all the listeners Like get in my belly listeners And they're fishes Yeah you're gonna have A great time in here And no. there's a fish party Inside the podcaster's Shark stomach What it finally And everyone's invited Clicked to me is He was helping me Prove a point Oh I mentioned several episodes ago how uh, I've started writing ocean quotes in the... Uh, oh, like, yes! Yeah. And okay, yeah, that does make sense. See how mystifying it is to you? That, that's, it was amazing because... No, it wasn't. It, you were completely mystified. This has proved my point, my whole not point. your point. No. No, you weren't like, oh, thanks, Danny. That's a sweet thing to say. I wasn't you were like, like that. No, you weren't. You were like, what? No, I thought that he was maybe quoting one of us at first. Really? 
Really? And I'm like, oh, like. Did we ever say that? Yeah, surely, like, is that something we said in back in like episode 13? <laughs> and, you know, he just listened to that one or. But no, he was doing ocean quotes. Yeah. And you better believe that it went in the next person's maternity card. <laughs> did not that's so weird did you write that quote in someone's maternity card oh that's the worst occasion no jen got the message and she will be loving me for it she will be like that's creepy i'm giving birth to a live (laughs) human what no what did you write i wrote exactly no what exactly did you write we probably said like congrats jen like an ocean full of fishes with just one shark ben m that would have been the entire message that's so weird I don't even. I probably didn't even say congrats. I probably just said the quote and then my name. That's so weird for a baby card. <laughs> it makes it sound like she's giving birth to a predator. Who cares? It's oh it's way gosh. better. You should people have, who have to function in society with one another. You should have read every other message. It was all the same. Yeah, going, like wanting her to be happy and take care of her baby. And boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many ghosts have greeted you in the night? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd say some sort of weird fish quote and go back to sleep, and then be like, "Well, this was a not a very fruitful interaction." Good. That's what I want. <laughs> so the whole premise of writing this in coworkers' cards is to scare off ghosts. That so is, if any ghosts no. are reading this, they'll know I'm useless to interact with. If that is, is it to scare off friends? Because that could work as well. I mean, if it happens, I'm not going to complain. But it's just to spice up the card. It, mm. it, it made me think. And I thought it was some kind of in-joke, much like my point. Yeah. No, I didn't. I was just confused. It worked on me. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. It was a case study. <laughs> so thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Round me, cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. We got the money, Vicky. Join we in. We get the money. No, I'm not helping you prove a point. No, it's not about the point. It's about mm. our donations. Okay, then, yeah, I'm getting involved. Cash rules, everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. I prefer dream. Dreams rule everything around me. Is that a thing? Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? No. Having our dog overlord. Oh, my God. It's going to be one of those shows. And their unconditional love. Would Scamper or Yoda be the <laughs> the king ruler? Oh, hopefully neither. Benji. He's dead. Get the money. That's unfortunate. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. So if you want to donate, much like Danny Wood, feel free to jump on the website. <laughs> There's a um, support button there. And you will get a shout out like this. And you'll get one of several songs about money played out. <laughs> you know. Well, that seems like a good place to wrap up. We shouldn't finish the episode before getting to a neighbor update. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What was I thinking? The, uh, I'm surprised it's taken this long. I was watching Freaky... Not Freaky, right? I was watching... <laughs> I was watching... Oh, who wasn't? <laughs> it's a classic Lohan. Right. <laughs> I was watching Fright Night, the uh, original this week. Yeah, okay. And uh, there was a scene that I could relate to strongly. Was it when she switched bodies with her mother? That was not the movie. Oh, okay. Um, it was... The Good main... cover-up by you. <laughs> Thank you. The the main character was peering out his window at a naked chick oh. in the uh, opposing window. And then he, like... Becomes a serial killer. No, so, she know. she uh, gets killed by a vampire. But up until that point, I could relate quite heavily. <laughs> yeah, well, I think a lot of people can relate to the first few minutes of a horror movie. Isn't that the point? Like, oh, that could be me. Oh, that couldn't. Well, the uh, 
the thing that they used mm. that I feel like our podcast has been lacking is visuals. An, <laughs> well, there is that. But, We're just uh, retelling naked people. Right. Also, some awesome 80s score. Oh, that is a shame. So, uh, take my breath away. I went down the Top Gun route. That's good too. Yeah. But um, this is a new theme. If there's song. a movie made by 80s soundtrack, it's Top Gun. Wouldn't be the same movie to any other era soundtrack. They've got that. They've got Danger Zone. Yeah, they've got a lot going. What on. else is down there? Take my breath away. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple of other songs. Mm, I feel like two isn't enough. No, nah, there's more. Don't you worry about that. Uh, In fact, if you want, I'll remaster the entire movie with an updated soundtrack, and you'll feel differently about it. Go ahead. I would <laughs> love to see this. If you want to finance it. <laughs> God. So this is our new theme song for this segment. Okay. Courtesy of Fright Night. Excellent. Neighbor update. Neighbor update. It's the 80s. Classic drum and bass. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, a bit of synth. Yeah. Remember like, once... Go on. I was just going to say, I got really drunk at a party, and everybody knows when a girl's drunk, she cries. <laughs> so I was crying for no reason at a party, and a man with a guitar took me outside and comforted me. Hmm. What year was this? <laughs> 2000 and Ooh, good question 11, I think No, it can't have been 2009 How did the guitar factor into the uh, comforting? I don't think it did I think it was just wearing it He just had one Yeah, it just had a guitar at, at this big Christmas party for our big company Was he performing at the party? No just As part of his outfit it was a guitar <laughs> Very weird Yeah Nice guy. I made sure I got home. No. Right. His last name was Wolf. Also good. I don't think... I reckon this guy was a ghost. <laughs> a ghost of the 80s. Yeah. He was wearing a power suit and all he cared about was money. <laughs> just, like, don't worry about me, Vicky. Like, what's your name? I want to look you up. Wolf. I'm the wolf. <laughs> Why is this a CSI episode? I feel like I needed a button. Don't get fooled again. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot. <laughs> haven't done much of updating on the uh, the neighbors. Yeah. Um, Bunny and Sparkle seem to have discovered blinds. Oh, it's a shame. Which is really unfortunate. It's ever since Smiles moved in. Yeah, I got a good look at Smilesy. Um, he's way more buff than I had hoped. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. So he could punch you up if you found out about this segment. More than that, I was kind of just like, I like a good underdog story. Ah, oh, we like. He was like. They met when he was fixing their computer or something. Yeah, I kind of hoped that he... Um, like they had some buff gym boyfriend and then he came in to fix the strip club's laptop and they were like, wow, a man with brains. <laughs> he talks to me like I'm a real woman. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's the male version of the pretty woman story. My uh, my imagining was he just answered some ad on Craigslist. It's like, hey, do you want to live with strippers? Oh. And he was like some like nerdy kid like, do I? yes, please. <laughs> and uh, turned out... They uh, weren't trying to entrap him for once and no. he actually just took up on I the offer. I think I should be writing pornos because mine's way better. Well, I, I know someone if you want to put your skills to use. I know that same person. <laughs> so, uh, Bunny and Sparkles, they got their blinds down. Mm. Julian put a, made a good analogy. It was kind of like we were getting free cable <laughs> and now we've been cut off. The cable company's onto you. Yeah, we got, we got found out because uh, you can't complain too much because we were basically getting something for free that we in reality well, probably shouldn't have. Yeah, I think you should find out where they work and now start paying for the show if you enjoyed it so much. 
Yeah, we've got a teaser. Well, I, yeah. I don't even know how we would no, do that. No, this is the trailer. We'd have to like visit every strip club in the area. Oh, right? how horrible. Yeah. <laughs> how would we possibly there's, track them down? We'd have to so go many. to every strip club in Melbourne. And we'd have to do it on several nights. Mm, horrible. Just, like every hour of the day just to make sure that we... We'd have to spend all of our time them. in strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. The but, chicken uh, buffets alone make it worth it. Well, I'll, uh, I'll consider that. There was one... Evening, we had a maybe poke- they're ghosts. Mm, sexy <laughs> ghosts. That's the kind of ghosts I can get behind. There was one incident. We had a poker day a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. It was just all guys around the apartment. I felt like that was the most that I've ever felt like a uh, strip club bouncer. Oh, I think I say the most I've felt like a real man. No, <laughs> that was not the case. <laughs> I lost all my money. Well, not oh, all of it. That but make you feel like all the money that I bought into. So that wasn't helping my masculinity. No. Yeah, without the girls around to, I guess, keep the guys under some kind of restraint. Mm-hmm. It was too much of a free-for-all. Oh, my gosh. And everyone kind of, like, clambers to the window. Oh, and wow. Like, one of the guys brings out his cell phone. I'm like, come on, guys. I know this is, like, weird and perverted, but there's rules here. <laughs> there's rules to our <laughs> creepy pervert. We've got a safe word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shallots, guys. Shallots. Yeah. You've gone too far. I have to kick out a few of them. But, That's right. Uh, That's so funny. Do girls usually help them... Keep it under wraps I feel and pretend like they're so. not that interested. Yeah, like the girls are the ones who are being overly... Oglesome, uh, yeah, as like, some would say. As no one would say. <laughs> that man is so oglesome, it's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, when they weren't around to... Um, it was a bit of a free-for-all. The biggest update yeah. of the... Do you want to put the music on for it or...? No, no, no. Okay. That's good. We had, we had the theme. Mm. Was that you would think seeing a normal woman mm. when when you get her naked then that's like as sexy as it gets yeah <laughs> apparently the opposite is also true what when you put a man in as many clothes as you can <laughs> it's not sexy okay maybe yeah. going for? we might have um a different ideas of the exact opposite okay because i would have thought a naked woman the exact opposite is a man wearing every piece of clothing he owns you're not far off that would be hilarious because and I would probably sleep with him because that would be hilarious. Do you want to back that statement up? What do you mean? You, you would sleep with someone because he wore all the clothes he could have? <laughs> if, well, I have to be married given my religion. Details. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If a man were to show up at my house wearing every piece of clothing that he owned yep. and he could somehow prove that, mm-hmm. that would go a long way to convincing me. Because that would be hilarious. This is the dumbest thing you've ever seen. No way, that would be hilarious. Imagine if a girl showed up at your house wearing every piece of clothing she owned and was like, look. Just to what end, though? Is she just trying to get a smile out of me? Yeah. Is it a person that I've had some kind of prior relationship with? She's like, I just thought you'd crack a smile. And I'll be like, come with me, darling. Yeah, I thought you, I'd get you a giggle out of you. Yeah. All right, well, guys, everyone listening. Well, I, I assume I know them to some extent. No, you just said that okay. you didn't. All right, fine. It'd be pretty funny. This is this is not going to happen. You would, you. I'd laugh at least. I would get quite that's, a chortle. There's a, quite the line between sleeping with someone and laughing at someone's copious amounts of clothing no not for a woman oh okay yeah once you've got them laughing you're halfway there maybe that's the tactic i should try so these strippers i've seen them naked like Mm. more times than i've seen them clothed yeah you reckon it'd be hot if you saw them clothed turns out if you can put as much clothing on as possible that's also sexy what she was wearing a onesie (laughs) (laughs) and that that was the most enthralled i've been what onesie was she it's just like a red onesie. Oh, know. so it wasn't an animal of any sort. No, no, it wasn't like some it's kind of... It's hot for onesies. 
well, it was quite hot. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, no, that was, that was working for me. For really? Some real That's weird. weird. Yeah. What if she wore every piece of clothing she owned? That, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be impressed. But the onesie I could do. get behind. It's yeah, like, I have a onesie. She went from completely uncovered to completely covered. And yeah. It was, it was, she was still rocking it. I wear a onesie to bed. There you go. It's what are we talking? Print. Is just leopard or you, is this uh, also the animal thing? No, mine's just leopard print, but I also have a Hello Kitty one. But it's too hot. Why have you got two onesies? I've got three. Why? Well, what do you mean? Well, one's like, just like pyjamas. One was given to me and the other one I bought for a onesie party. Why didn't you wear one of your other two to the onesie party? Well, I got the first one for the onesie party. Okay, well, why buy, uh, why buy another one? Well, the second one is the leopard one. And that me and my three friends got it as our South Africa uniform. <laughs> okay. We all went to South Africa together. So we got one each. Because I went to a onesie party once as well. Yeah. And I looked into buying it and I'm like, it was like 50 bucks or something. Whoa. Mine wasn't that much. I think my, the cheapest one was like 35 bucks. Yeah. Mine was like 20, my Hello Kitty one. Okay. And then well, the second one was like 15. 20 is like an acceptable or 20, amount to put towards a one use gag. No, I still wear mine. But that's what I was thinking. Like, I was just amazed that onesie parties have become a thing because who are all these people that own onesies? Well, I've and got three. Sh- yeah, yeah, but it seems like a lot... They're quite expensive. Like, I guess yours seem to be the exception. Well, no, my leopard print onesie gets a lot of wear. Mm. And that was just as a South Africa uniform. I'm just amazed that this is... You've seen my leopard off. onesie on Facebook. I can't remember. Yeah, well, you're missing out. It's a great onesie. <laughs> I'll put a photo in the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Put a photo of the lamp. I took one. I was going to show it to you during the show to see if you thought it was evil. I want you to look at the lamp and decide if it's evil. Because I tried to take several photographs of the lamp and it resisted photography. It didn't show up like some kind of vampire? No, it just would not let its photograph be taken. And it showed up many times like this. That just seems like a blurry photo because of your bad photography. No, I kept trying to take the photo and then it wouldn't take. And I'd put the camera down and it would blur. So many times it would not let me take the photo. Well, I'm going to get blame technology on that one. No, it's haunted. It's like um, and out that, of the ring. Yeah, and there's the, there's the offending lamp. That's again, it's still rather blurry. Yeah, I know why. You just got a shitty camera haunted. or something. No, it looks much like a lamp. Yeah, I'll put it on the website for think. people to decide, but I don't know how It's that's an ugly gonna... lamp. I've always hated it because yeah, it's ugly. I'm not going to... Uh, I don't think it's swaying me just to look at it. Yeah, well, well swaying in my dream. That's Yeah, funny you should pick those words. Mm. It's weird how you suddenly go to swaying, isn't it? No, it's not. Really. <laughs> I'm replacing it anyway. All right, well, good. If you have a direct dream warning you that your lamp's evil, you've got to be mad to leave it. <laughs> and <laughs> with advice like that, I say we should wrap this up. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been episode 83 of Insane Ramblings. Uh, you're listening to the voice of Vicky. And uh, you can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. You can also reach me, Vicky, at InsaneRamblings.net. Or podcast at InsaneRamblings.net. Also, please get in touch with us via our Facebook, which you can get onto at facebook.com slash InsaneRamblings. Or uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. You haven't beat me recently. I mean, at that. You regularly beat me.
What's the difference between up and down the street? Why are they the same? It's like, uh, what's up or what's going down. It's pretty much the same thing. I hate when people ask me what's up. I freak out. I freeze like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of feel like you have to have an answer well, for. Well, how are you is the obvious good. What's yeah. up? I don't even know what to say. I'm like, nothing? But then it feels like <laughs> I'm doing something suspicious. That's true, especially if you do that shifty eye movement that you always do when you answer. Yeah, it's like, what's up? Nothing? The, the okay. one that I used to always hate was one of my ex-girlfriends would always ask me that after we've just spent a day together. Oh, really? And so... We'd just what be, do you mean, like, she'd call you and say, what's up? No, 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 like, we'd still be together and, I don't know, we'd be on the train home from going out to the city or something and then she'd be like, so what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what's up. I don't have any new news. I haven't been on any, any adventures since we've been together <laughs> the whole day, if anything. Yeah, had you already told her about your week by that point or is she like... Well, sh- assume... I don't know, did you go and see a um, silent mime performance or something? If I had. Now's our chance to talk? If I had seen a mime, maybe that's the kind of thing I would have brought up. It's probably No, not... uh, is that what you guys had done together? Like you had to go, you went and played a round of silent ball <laughs> or something? <laughs> what, so like I didn't have the chance to tell any stories from my weekend or something? Yeah, exactly. I don't remember that date. It could have happened. <laughs> we went to... Uh, I'd say for sure that it didn't. Yeah, we went to one of those bondage clubs where we had one of those gimp masks on. We just couldn't tell any stories. I was busting the teller the yeah. whole day. She was like, what's up? But she couldn't. I couldn't hear her over the gimp ball. <laughs> yeah, I'd pretty much spent the last six hours or so with her. And this is, this is on multiple occasions, so... There was definitely times And you already where... told her every week. It wasn't like you guys were incessantly talking about exactly what you were doing that second. Yeah. I guess there was just a silence. And so it's like, so what's up? And I just had nothing. And so usually oh, you I can drag up something. But yeah, I, I'm with you. It's a annoying question. It's in ramblings.